I'm Connor. And I'm Campbell. And welcome to Real Geeks, the show where we talk about movies and stuff. So, basically, Connor was at a camp, so he w- we were unable to record our last episode. Yeah. Um, but this um, this episode, we got something very special planned. Yes. Um, if you don't know, Connor's a really big Back to the Future fan. Uh-huh. And I haven't seen... He hadn't. He had only seen the first one. Yeah, I've only seen the first one, and I hadn't seen the second two. So we watched the first before mi- I yeah before I went to camp we watched the first one again and then this I, is the second time yeah and then I watched the third one today um so just so we could have it prepared and it's fresh on our mind yeah I um, haven't seen we watched the second one together we watched the first and second ones together but I didn't end up watching the third one together because I'm even though I was at camp last week right now I'm yeah. on vacation so I didn't get a chance to um, watch it again today but I've seen it so many times I I could we could still talk about it. See, the thing is, um, that was the second time I ever watched the first Back to Feature, which I really wow. like. The first time I watched it, um, I think I was maybe in middle school or something or fifth grade. Um, it was at my uncle's house. We watched uh, Back to the Future, Rocky Four, <laughs> and Beetlejuice. <laughs> Those three movies. The, the, the best of the, the 80s. The, yep, they're just like generation defining. Yes, so yeah, Beetlejuice, Back to the Future, and Rocky Four. Those, I those three movies I have like uh, connected to each other for some weird reason. But that's so weird. <laughs> yep. So yeah, um, let's start. Okay. So um, you let's start with the first one. We watched that one like two weeks ago, and you've already seen that one. Yeah. So the first one is definitely the best one. Well, yeah, I, I don't think they. Yeah, get, I, I mean, I think you could say that with most series, it, it doesn't really get any better, except for Aliens. I mean, I feel like aliens. I like Alien better than Aliens. No, I like Alien. Okay, well, we're not going to get into that right oh, yeah, now. We'll, we'll do an Alien episode. Oh, yeah. So we have a lot of episodes coming, don't we? We have a lot of ideas. Um, no, I really like the first one. I think the whole series is very, um, very creative. I like. Uh, it's a very special series. There's nothing quite like it because they all reference back to each other and stuff. Yeah. Like in every Back yeah, to the like- Future movie, there's always. Someone goes into that, that to the ro- restaurant. Someone, um, yeah, 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 yeah. Like it's there's recurring whole thing with Biff and um, yeah. Marty's dad. First um, one's very good. Oh, so I looked up. I did some research. Um, uh-huh. Apparently, um, in the second one, yeah, that wasn't the same guy who played Marty's dad. It was some other guy. I don't know if you noticed what? that. I know Jennifer is different, but. Yeah, Jennifer, they recasted yeah, they, the first one. They also recasted um, Marty's dad, George. No, that's what? why they that's why they had him die, um, because they just didn't want to involve him because they didn't want people to figure out he's different. I did notice that that clip, you know, in the beginning, because they kind of they reshot the beginning scene, like the part where it kind of overlaps between the first movie and the second. Yeah, movie. yeah, yeah. They didn't reshoot that scene with his parents looking through the door. Also, Doc had a watch. They took that. Sh- they took that straight from the first movie. Did huh. you know that? I think because obviously, if they recasted it, we would have known. That's why we didn't notice. Yeah. Because the only part he was in was, was in the future house. Scene- yeah, and they took it from the, the last movie. Yeah. They took it from the first. One. They took it straight from the first one. Oh wait, he wasn't in the scene where he was like upside down. Remember that? I think he was, but I, I, you couldn't even. He was so old, you couldn't. Yeah, even I guess tell you him. couldn't tell. Anyways, back there would have been no way to tell. Back to the, so the first, first movie. movie. Yes. Yeah, so back to the future. <laughs> the first movie. Um, 
directed by um, Mr. Robert, Robert Zemeckis. Zemeckis. He's kind of like Scored. Steven Spielberg Jr. I feel I like guess. they've worked. Uh, he worked with um Yeah, I think they worked together a little bit. I don't know. It's just so because it was produced. Wasn't it produced by Steven Spielberg? Yeah, I think so. In the beginning, they're all they all say um, produced by Steven Spielberg. Score uh, original score done by uh, Alan Silvestri. Yep. Um, no, I I like the first one. The first one's good. I, I do think they get worse as it goes on, but none of them are bad. Uh, I think um, if you haven't seen, I feel like if you haven't seen any of them, then you could argue that they're bad. Like if you haven't, I guess, uh, Sam hates them. I don't know why. Huh? If you don't know Sam, it's just shout a out, friend. Shout out to Sam Cochran. Hmm. He hates all of them. Um, he does this. He does not think they're good. They're the first one. Is, he thinks the first movie is okay, and he does not like the other two. The first one just has. I don't know. Sorry to call you out there. Something is just Sam. like. Something just works about it, and it yeah. feels very cohesive, and it's like a very feel-good. It can be cheesy, but I think it works. I think it's like one of the defining like feel-good movies of all time. Yeah. Um, definitely really good. Um, okay. So, what stood out from you about the? I, I, well, let's talk about the first one specifically. Um, man, I, I mean, there's not much to say that's already been said. I mean, it's just the. I remember when we were freak. I, I know we were, we were kind of freaking out about the whole thing with his mom. Yeah, that felt kind of strange. I mean, I mean, it made sense for the story, but like thinking about it, like if you think about it, it was kind. That's just kind it of, was kind of weird. You feel like she had some sort of mental. Um, yeah, like even him, her acting like that towards someone that wasn't her. It was weird enough that it was her son from the future. Yeah, but yeah, it, yeah. The fact that she was just acting like that at all. No, yeah, because just the, yeah, just the fact that she just acted like that in general. Um, this was very strange. I know they had to exaggerate it for the sake of the movie, but yeah. it just fell out of... I think because of... of the environment, nobody really thought of it. It was just very... I think, yeah, because of the context, I think no one really thought that much into it. Like, yeah, because for the sake of the story, it just has to... She just has to be, like, infatuated with it. Plus, them. it's like a family movie, so they, they wouldn't... It would have been different if it was a different genre. I think it was all had to do with context. Yeah. But I think... um. What else about the first one? Iconic scenes. Um, There's the clock scene. Oh yeah, very iconic. The Johnny Be Good uh, under the enchantment under the sea dance. <laughs> the fish under the sea. Fish under the sea. Um, it's just overall. Um, if you haven't seen this movie, just see it. Um, that's the first well, one I saw, and I really liked it. That's all I. Have. I yeah. mean, do you have anything else to say about it? Because I, I think the other, the second, and the third one, we can probably talk more about, unless. Um. Well, the first one, I think it did a good job setting the stage, and I think yeah. um, the I like the part with where they had because the main song, "The Power of Love," is done by Hugh Lewis in the news, and I like the part where they had Huey Lewis. Oh yeah, yeah. In um, as the judge for the um, I think I think it must have been it was supposed to be a talent show. I think wasn't it? I think so. Yeah. 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 Um, I like that part. That was kind of cool. Um, no, I think. Yeah, it's really good. It takes it's like I said, if you if you're watching it for the first time, you've got to really have a good mindset going into it because like, they are very cheesy. Yeah, they are pretty cheesy movies, but that's what makes them special, I guess. Yeah, because I watched it for the first time with some friends before, and it was like it was hard for them to get into it. I guess mm-hmm. you just have to go. I can't even tell you the. Yeah, 
I can't even tell you the first time that I saw the first one. It's like the same thing with Star Wars and the Ann Jones and stuff. Like, I don't remember the first time I saw it. Yeah, I saw it's, it. Like, I've just always known them. Yeah, I saw it in fifth grade. So, like, or fifth grade or sixth grade sometime around then. So, like, I can't really analyze it. It's difficult for me to analyze it from, like, my viewpoint because I just always, I've always knew that movie. Um, the first yeah. one, I mean. So, I mean. Yeah. It's just hard for me to examine it from any any other viewpoint, I guess. Mm-hmm. But just watch it. It's pretty good. Yeah. What do you so what would you give the first one out of ten? Um I mean it's hard to give movies like ratings where it's that like objective. Um That is true. Personally, I, why don't we do it on uh enjoyment, an enjoyment rating, not a quality rating. I'd give it a ten out of ten then. I think it was a very enjoyable movie. Very clever. Yeah. Um same. Yeah. Just solid good movie. Yeah, I would say that too. I think where we can have more discussion is um, the sequels. Um, okay, so the second one, uh, the first one came out in 1985. The second one came out in 89, I think it was. Yeah, it was 1989. And that was the one where they... Um, they go to the future and then they mess something up. He, so that's the one where Biff finds the sports almanac. Yeah, the old one, the old Biff comes back and he goes back to the past and screws up everything and then they've got to go back and fix it. That one, I think that one's, I don't know, I really like that one. Too. I think it's a good sequel. Yeah, like, as, sequ- as far as sequels go, I think. It's a it, very, very good sequel. It kind of does like, it's like the, empire, the relationship between Empire Strikes Back and The New Hope. Like, they're both good. Well, no, I I think Empire Strikes Back stand like can stand alone from A New Hope. Whereas Back to the Future 2 can't. But I think one of the most defining moments about Back to the Future was the part where they... Remember the whole thing where everybody's freaking out about them going to 2015? And that was all because of the second movie. Yeah, but I, I still don't think the second one um, is anywhere close to being as good better. as the first one. Well, I know, but I don't think it's it's close to being as good. Like I, I don't think, think it's anyone good can in its own, its own way. As a sequel. Um... I guess so. I, yeah. I don't know. I like them both. Mm. I think the second... But they're they're different. I like them differently. I, I don't know. The second one just... Yeah, I guess you're right. I, I Yeah. Well, after we watched it, um, yeah. you told me that... Or, or we both came to the conclusion that Back to the Future 2 was kind of like the, the OG Avengers Endgame. Which I like... Yeah. <laughs> that made me... I was like, whoa. Because... You know, they really, um, they went back to the events of the first movie. I was like, I always thought that was cool. cool. I thought that was really neat. I didn't expect that at all. I did not expect that at all. And watching this again, I realized how they edited things. And there was parts where it was like clips from the old movie and they kind of stitched in the new, the the new stuff from the second Mm -hmm. one. Like that whole scene where the whole, the whole scene in the second movie where the, um, the guys are trying to beat him up on the stage. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That was cool. I like that. And they're like working. They like they like worked it around the old footage somehow, and it almost looked it looked a lot like really good. Yeah, it was pretty cool. It was. Um, I don't know if it was like revolutionary the time they did it, but it was um, pretty. It, unique. It, it, I'd it say was it's pretty, pretty unique for. Yeah. Yeah, because that's stuff that they do all the time now, and I don't think that was a thing that they would do a whole bunch back then you know what i mean like stitching old clips together with new like that wasn't something that had been done yeah i'd like i don't think 
that much, was, at least not at that point at that scale at that point. Yeah, it was really like um, the original Avengers Endgame, the way they did that. I saw um a video, I think I was telling you about this when I watched it. Somebody had gone on YouTube and got the clips from the old movie and timed them up. I mean the first movie and timed mm-hmm. them up with the clips from the second movie. Mm-hmm. And it's like it's interesting to see how they like fit in because you can see the different angles from the scene, but it's still like they it's almost exactly hmm. like it's almost exactly the same, except for the parts that they obviously had to reshoot. You know, yeah, like with Jen, like but Jennifer, like that and whole all part that. at the end. Yeah, but at the stuff at the end when they go to 1955, mm-hmm. that whole thing is like they've stitched it together so so well you could com- basically compare the original scene to the scene from Back to the Future 2 and it looks almost exactly the same it, uh, like, like like seamless that was surprisingly well um, done at least yeah. at the time yeah I thought that was yeah I liked how they did that because I before I watched that movie the only thing I knew about Back to the Future Part 2 was um, you know the whole scene where they go to the future but I didn't know um, them going back to 1955 with the original story and all that I that caught me off guard so I think it was a pleasant. Yeah, way. I was glad that you, I was waiting for you to get that. Yeah, I thought that was really cool. Um, um, that end scene is always I always like that end scene too. You mean with- where they, he gets struck by lightning and then the letter comes to him? Oh yeah, yeah, that was interesting. I always like that part. That's cool. And then he has to go and get the old doc. Um. No, see, I, I don't know. I, I've always known all of them, and so that, like, obviously, when the when October twenty first, twenty fifteen came around, I was like, "Oh my gosh, it's the that's so crazy!" I think that was like over almost five years ago. Because in the in the movie, it's like the future and stuff, and now it's like five years in the past. I didn't, but it was it was also cool seeing all the stuff that they got kind of right. Hoverboards, you know. <laughs> well, I. Uh, <laughs> I'm talking. I'm talking yeah, like yeah. the FaceTime. Oh yeah, yeah, the whole thing. Oh yeah, who was that character? That confused me. The one that Flea plays. He's also in the third one for like. A... Yeah, we'll talk about that. I was that, so confused. I, I, I think we'll spend. I, I know you guys probably don't want this, but we'll spend a lot of time talking about the third movie because neither of he watched it on his own, and I haven't got even gotten to talk to him about it. So we'll talk about that and talk about the conclusion a little bit more. I know we're going through pretty the, fast. Uh, first two a little bit yes, that's the most recent one i've seen um, so i and i we haven't talked about it together yet so that'll be probably the biggest um conversation um, what else what were the other things they got right kind of in the in, the, in their future depiction because obviously i made this point it looks cheesy the whole future that they yeah. paint out looks cheesy but i think that's on purpose because obviously like if they made it realistic it wouldn't be as fun yeah i didn't really you know enjoy I mean? that whole i mean it was funny but yeah, it was pretty cheesy, but yeah, that was the point because they're trying to make it, you know, enjoyable to watch. Like it was a dramatic yeah. version of the what the future might be. But I think they did end up making the shoes. Yeah, the um, Nike shoes. Obviously, they weren't like cheap. <laughs> like they're only like I think there were so few of them made. They're like to get them now, they're like ten thousand mm-hmm. dollars. It's insane. Um. Oh gosh, are you hearing things in the background? Yeah. It's okay. Okay. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> like I said, I'm on vacation. We've got family around. Um, like I was saying, um, oh the shoes. Yeah, they made those shoes. That uh, the face, the fact that they got that FaceTime thing almost, and like the whole smart, like quote unquote smart TV. Smart, yeah. That was almost like exactly, um, 
on point. Also, the whole um, oh. continue. I wasn't really gonna yeah. That anything. whole part with the dystopian future where like um, Biff becomes you know, this like the dystopian the, reality. The, yeah, the multimillionaire dude. Like that was that also caught me off guard because I didn't know anything about that. So I thought that was also interesting to watch. Yeah, I was. I was the whole time I was on the edge of my seat waiting to see yeah. the reactions to that. Kind that of was stuff. that was very interesting. <laughs> the scene where he goes back to his house and it's not his house anymore. <laughs> Yeah, it That's was funny. cool how they kind of fa- they made it seem like it was normal. Yeah, it was nice. And they, they kind of pan over because like, I could tell that you didn't really recognize it because it's like you pulls into the street and you're like, oh geez, the signs are a little screwed up. And then you go, he gets to his house and he's like, oh man, this lock wasn't here. And then there's that kid in his house. And yeah, there's all these dogs running around. And then the whole thing was his principal. Oh yeah, and also I don't know if you caught this. You probably did because you know this movie's better than I did. But the marshal in uh. Back to the Future Three is the principal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like it's supposed to yeah, be yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. great grandfather like, or something like that. I didn't catch that first, but I looked it up. I was like, oh, yeah, it's just to be like <laughs> I don't know what they meant. I don't know. I don't know the logistics, but it's got to be like his grandfather or great. I yeah. mean, what do you, what would you say? Fifties to eighteen eighty five. I mean, he was talking to his, like his grandson, right? Because it wasn't his grandson or. Yeah, that was his great. I mean, that wouldn't have been that obviously. That was probably yeah. That kid was probably the principal. Yeah. Grandfather. Definitely. I guess. I yeah. guess they're just they're just trying to fit something in. Yeah, because yeah, I th- I like how that was a. We'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so uh, the second one, would you give that a ten out of ten on enjoyment? Uh no, I I, I still think it's worse than the first one. Um, yeah, it's still I, 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 it's yeah. still a good sequel though. Like it's it wasn't bad. But it just was not as good as the first one. I'd give it maybe uh, a seven or a six out of ten. Six to a seven out of ten. Ooh, I it was good. I'd I'd say seven would be what I would. Give I think I was. A firm I was seven. pleasantly surprised, but it wasn't it, like you know it wasn't awesome. But I was I was yeah. pleasantly surprised. So that maybe closer to the seven. I don't know. Yeah. yeah okay. That's fair. I will admit that the sequels are not as that good, and I'm not going to pray. I used to be really heavy with them, like pr- heavy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like uh, I used to praise them like crazy, but I I now I realize now that they're not really um, as as really good as I once thought they were. But that once again, that's because I've always known them, and it's like obviously the movies you see when you're little or you think are like amazing. You know what I mean? Imagine watching Back to the Future Two. Like imagine. At that time, walking into the theater, watching that movie without watching the first one. Yeah, that would be you'd be all over the place. That would be a nightmare. <laughs> they should have had like a, they oh, should yeah. have a recap of the first one at the beginning or something. I guess they could. <laughs> like you wouldn't understand anything, and that's. I mean, I don't know if that's part of the problem, but I mean, I guess it's made to be a sequel, um, and that's why you're supposed to watch the first one before watching the second one. But if you yeah. haven't watched the first one, then. The second one's probably not going to make any sense at all. Oh yeah, I, I think that is true. They that even I mean obviously that's kind of the what a sequel means. But like, but the, I think the other two would not, you could not watch them at all without having seen the first one. Yeah, I feel like I feel like Empire Strikes Back though. I think you could still watch that. You could get along by you could yeah. get along with it, but without yeah you you are you're right without watching and you hope um you could probably make some sense of it, but. Yeah, Back to the Future. Yeah, and I think a lot of people did do that. Mm-hmm. Cuz that one did do really well. Yep. Um cuz I think the the first one wasn't as popular 
I mean, that wasn't as popular, but it didn't have as large of a budget as the second one. And I think when the second one came out and everybody with the hype was there, people went. It's almost like Endgame. Yeah, without saying Infinity and, War. Yeah. Which, I mean, um, I guess you want. Or seeing any of the Avengers movies. It's like seeing Avengers without having seen like Iron Man and stuff. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah. Okay. So I seven. you give it a 6 to a 7 out of 10 on the enjoyment. And then I give it a 7 out of 10 on enjoyment. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, the second one's good. I like the second one. I was part of the third, surprise. the third one. So this is the one I just watched. So, and neither of us have discussed it yet. So I think this will. Okay. So this thing. one basically, it takes off where Doc gets sent. Obviously at the end of the second one, Doc gets sent back to, uh, to, um, 1885, 1885, because I, uh, and I, I like that part where I liked how throughout the second movie, they were kind of like, oh man, this thing's broken. And it was saying 1885. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember that. I, that I, that like that foreshadowing of them end up ending up getting him ending up getting sent back. Also, um, and then oh, that, yeah, in the second one, if you I don't know if you remember this, you probably again you probably do, but um, when remember when Biff was in his like hot tub and he was watching the Clint Eastwood movie? Yeah, I was yeah, like, oh, yep, 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 the bulletproof yep. thing, and then Marty used it. Yes, the yes, end yes, the- yes. Oh, and that parallels back to the first great. one with Doc using the bulletproof vest against the Libyans. Or exactly. Whatever. There's so yeah. many. There's so many connections. Like in ev- so in every Back to the Future movie, there's always um, some use of like a bulletproof vest. Um, some use. You've got the whole scene with like that same the, like, diner. Diner. Yep, the diner. It's a, it's a diner in 1955. Well, actually, they never go to it in 1985 if you think about it, because it's that dance studio. What? Wait, what? In 1985, it's a dance studio. Oh, I don't remember that. He's when he's going, you know, when he's on the skateboard and he's going by down the street and he waves to those girls that are dancing. Oh, I don't, I guess. And it's to the power of love is playing in the background and he's holding onto that truck with the skateboard. I don't really remember that, that. building okay. on the corner. That was, you have to go back and okay. watch, but that was the diner. The diner was turned into a mm-hmm. um, dance, was turned into a dance studio at the, um, in 1985. I not realize that. There's, again, there's always, so, um, Little photographs of things disappearing, and all. Of them. Yeah. Uh, there's all. And then people disappearing yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, there's always. Let's... And then you've got the lineage going down because you've got the tan. Yeah, it's family. always the Biffs against the McFlys and the Browns and all that. Um, this is the cool thing is that there's parallels in all the movies, and I thought that was something I really appreciated about the trilogy. Like, um, they all, they all work well. They all work well nicely. He yeah. made it in nineteen in the first one. He made a model of the town, and yeah, then in the third one, he town. made a model of like the whole area. Yeah. with the with them trying to use the train. There's just so many callbacks to all the films, and I thought that was really interesting. Yeah, that's probably one of my favorite things about it. Is like I, I think they're all meant to see them in order. Yeah. They're not meant to go back, and you have to watch them mm-hmm. all. You can't watch one without watching the others. Um, um, but that's it, though. I think the third one's definitely the worst one. Yeah, I think this they get they go down in quality. I think overall, the second one actually came out in 1990. It only came out a year after this. I mean, the third one came out in 1990. It only came out a year after the second one. Uh, they shot them back to back, apparently. Back to back. Yeah, like. Isn't that a what? I think that isn't that the name. Oh, that's double back. That's the name <laughs> of the ZZ Top song that oh, plays at no. the end. We saw them in concert. Uh, we did see them, but anyways, when we saw. Yeah, because there's a, a band that plays in the third Back to the Future yeah. on the stage called ZZ Top. They do like a sharp dr- song called 
sharp dressed man. If you haven't heard of it, you live under a rock. Um, but Campbell and I saw them in live. Um, when was that? Was that last fall? I think so. Yeah. Last, yeah, last fall. Oh gosh. That was a while ago. But yeah, I was telling him all about it uh, back then, but he hadn't seen yeah. the movie. There's last thing. There's long beards again. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I just feel like this one, uh, I don't know. I think first of all, entertainment rating, I think I'd give it maybe a five or a six at most. Um, yeah, I, that's what I'd say too. Cause I, I don't know. I, I, once again, it's, it relies on the other movies and it's almost tenfold compared to the second one. I liked how they tried to do something new, but it just didn't really work out. Um, the whole, I, the things I did like about it, I did like the new Biff, the, um, what's the name? Buford. Yeah, Buford Tannen. He was yeah. cool. And, and that was, I didn't know that that was the same actor who played Biff and he did so. That yeah, that's a cool thing they do is they keep having the same actors play like the parents and all the ancestors and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I thought he did. I thought he did a really good job. I didn't like him in the second one, the old Biff. I thought he was just oh yeah weird. But yeah, that was a little strange. Also, did um, what's his name? Michael, uh, Michael J. Fox. Did he play? Michael, um, yeah. Did he play Seamus in this one? Yeah, yeah I, I real I recognized and I was like, oh. was that his name? Yeah, it was like Seamus McFly or something like that. No, that wasn't it. It was something. I'm pretty sure it was Seamus. Something like yeah. that. Um, sorry if we got that wrong. Um, but yeah, so they shot they I shot the remember. second one and the third one back to back, kind of like Infinity War and Endgame, and it they go to the Wild West in like 1885, and you get to see like Hill Valley and the unveiling of the clock and all when that. When it's being yeah, and they're building the clock and all that, and he has to go back and save. I mean, even though in the letter it says he didn't want him to go back, but he had to go back because he found out that Doc got shot by Biff's ancestor, Buford. Ah, uh, yeah. So he had to go back and um, was he going to go back and he was going to warn him? Was no, he was going to go back and he was, was going to go back and save him. That was his intent. Okay, and then he had to. They had to dig up the the DeLorean, the old DeLorean. That was neat. Yeah, that was cool. And there. It was cool how they were they were interacting with Doc after he but like, after he was dead kind of like but yeah, Doc was, was also weird. like that past was, Doc was interacting with future Doc and they could kind of re, like read each other's minds kind of exactly and I think it was like almost a, a switch because up until that point they were kind of messing with the past mm-hmm. and now it was the past messing with the future like it was it was really it, when I was little it was hard for me to wrap my head around mm-hmm. that because it was like oh how how is how are they doing this when I don't know. That whole letter thing was yeah, just kind of like under- confusing to me when I was little. Um, yeah, but that was cool. They had to take it and fix it, and then they found his grave and all that kind yeah. of stuff. The whole thing with the tombstone. Um, what else? Oh, uh, the train. That was neat, and they had to put the different logs in to make it go. Yeah, fast. that was that was that was a cool scene. I liked the the, the, the logs and the trains. Um, yeah. You said you didn't like the thing with Clara. Yeah, I thought, okay, first it was weird because the, there's such an age difference. I thought that was just... I don't. Th- I think you think she's younger than she actually is. I, and I think you think he's older than he actually... He was. He's only in his 50s when he made this. You mean Doc? Yeah. He was, yeah. He was in his 70s or something. Yeah, no, he's a lot younger than you think and she's a lot older than you okay. think. So it's not that big of a that, deal. Okay, that, yeah, that confused me. Um, and I thought that was kind of cringy. 
But oh, come on. I like that. <laughs> I did not. Jules Verne. See, I think I'm bi- I'm biased on it, I, on the whole thing because I I love all of them because I've seen them since I was um really little. Mm-hmm. But you so you could say anything. But I I will I will say yeah I guess I can see where that's coming from. Oh, and then the scene where they're looking at the stars and he's talking about Jules yeah, Verne. I, I remember a but, long time ago. But Jules Verne was a new author. Oh, yeah, he's like, I liked him when I was a little time. boy. And he's just like, that's funny. Oh, Jules Verne only wrote books 10 years ago. That was like in the first one where it was the, the TVs. And he was like, oh, I have two. I hear those. Yeah, he's and they're like, like, you must be rich. <laughs> yeah, I, that was interesting. Um, What else? Uh... What do you think? What else is there to talk about? I'm trying to save the ending to talk about the ending. We talked about the other oh. stuff. Oh, the the whole thing with the um, the shootout, the shootout, so. and the him punching him. Oh yeah, that was, and then he lands in the, the he land in the Brussels. Oh, he place? lands in the manure again. Was that manure? Yeah, it was. And he says, "I hate manure." Oh yeah, that's a, that's the running trope yep. too. Biff always falls into manure at the end of all the movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh it's raining here sorry got distracted for a second um oh yeah so what else first again i want to ask who is flea's character needles i really so flea's is flea is his friend in the first okay so he's his friend because that's why they're racing he's his friend in the in 1985 and, he... and they're racing at the end okay and why is what? why is he his boss in the second one because he just ends up being his boss. So there's there's really nothing else to that? No. They're just friends and he ended up becoming his boss. But there was that whole thing where he ran into yeah, the, yeah, yeah. that Rolls Royce. I think it was a Rolls Royce. Was it a Rolls Royce? I think it was Rolls Royce. And he hurts his hand and he can't play anymore and all that kind of oh. stuff. Oh. See, I didn't catch And what happens is he goes... How did he... I, can't, I haven't seen the third one in a while. How did... How did he find out? How did he know to dodge that car? I don't remember. How did he know not to race him at the end? Remember? Because they showed that actual scene. Yeah, I don't remember. I just remember that. in. No, yeah, yeah. Cause, so it ends with them going off the tracks. Uh-huh. And Doc ends up ha- staying in, 19, in 1885. Because he's got to remember Clara follows yeah. them. And he go, gets off on the hoverboard and saves her. And then Marty goes back by himself. And then the bridge is finished and he goes back to 1985 and then the train comes in and destroys the mm-hmm. car. And then he goes and gets, what's her name? He gets Jennifer off the porch and comes back and the, and finds that. Does he end up, does she end up showing him the facts? Jennifer, I don't think she ever did. At the end, because he knew there was some, somehow yeah, he, he knew not to not do the to race. Do. I don't remember how though. I just remember, oh, Doc told him. Remember he, Doc? Yeah, Doc told in the future, like you're gonna make some like bad decisions, and then that's gonna like ruin your life. Yeah, and then he, and then that's when. Oh yeah, because he didn't realize it until after, because they were gonna race, and that car was gonna pull out, and he was gonna hit it, and then he didn't yeah. hit it. And then she looked at that piece of and paper, and then the facts disappeared. Yeah. So, so he, and then that whole mess, and then that, and then they went back to the train, and then that. What did you think about that whole thing with Doc coming in with Clara, and he had a kid? Uh. That was what? I don't know. It's just. I thought that was a neat moment. He comes back and he's got the flying, like the the trains flying, and he's gone through. Are they kind of just zipping through time, Um, like going doing whatever? Are they kind of just zipping through time and doing whatever? 
Yeah. I thought he said you can't mess with the yeah. you can't mess with any of this stuff. He's kind of going against his own rules. Like he was like, remember you can't you can't do this because you're messing with the space time continuum. And he's always so adamant about but destroying think- the time machine. He's like, oh, I gotta destroy this machine. I gotta destroy it. I do gotta destroy it. And then he just makes a new one. That was just confusing. He just goes against everything he does. I guess, but I mean, you've got you can do that with lots of movies. Iron Man three. Off Iron go, Man three. You, you can go. You can you can go on and go and find plot. Um, what do you call it? Plot holes and whole bunch of movies. Uh, that's not really a plot hole. I don't think. I don't, like, why would he make another time machine and go around in time if he specifically? But it, once again, these movies they they don't. People don't think about these movies that That's much. That's true. They're not, it's they're not, not meant, meant to be, be thinking. These, aren't meant, these movies aren't meant to be studied and picked apart. Christopher Nolan's Back to the Future. <laughs> <laughs> Hans Zimmer. Imagine if Hans Zimmer scored Back to the Future. They make like a really serious... Like the super intense theme song. They um, in te- Inception and Tenet combine them to make stop. the ultimate Back to the Future movie directed by Christopher stop Nolan. Stop it. We have Michael Stop, Michael Caine please. Michael Caine as Doc Brown. Here, let, let's do this. Let's do because um, we got a, a little bit well, for, of time. Let's talk about the ending real the fast, ending of which and one? then we'll and I got an idea. The ending of which one? The end. The ending of the whole series. Do I think Back to the Future Part Three was a good ending to the whole series? Yeah. I think it should have ended at the first one. I mean, I don't actually. I don't know. Oh. Okay. I. I I don't know. Was, the third one is just so weird and different than all the other ones. Um. The train. I I guess it was it was a decent ending. See, because you you have a different look on it because you've only know you only knew the first one for a while, so obviously this seems strange to you. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, I I understand because like you see it. It's I always see, I ending. see them as yeah three. as as one big thing, and I just it's this is to you this looks like an afterthought. It looks like they added these two. Yeah, on, they, they both seem like afterthought. I mean, the second one less, but the third one definitely. This the third one. Um, definitely didn't seem like they needed to make it, but I mean, I, I'd say it's a decent ending, I guess. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't. I, again, I don't think it was necessary, but I, I guess there are people who do like who see it as the ending of Back to the Future. So, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I say it's decent. People were saying they need to make another one, and I was like, "Why?" It, it, it was ended fine. We need to reboot it with Robert Downey Jr. and Tom Holland. Here, that's what I was gonna say. So, if you were to recast it in 2020, well, I wouldn't really. Who would you have? Well, if I had to, <sighs> who would play Marty? I don't know. I, well, would it be a reboot of the first one, like the same exact one? But say that we were making this movie in 2020. Who do you think would play the best? Them, all these characters, the best. Like the first. Like movie. if no one's seen the first. Like we're making it. Yeah, if we were making this movie again. Huh. I mean, both of those characters, the you know, Doc Brown and Marty, are so like iconic. It's kind of hard to see them. Yeah, that is true. As other. Um, Tom Holland and Robert Downey Jr. Okay, no. <laughs> <laughs> that makes me like people were saying that. Oh, no, that, you know, that would be ever since Tom Holland. They were saying Tom Holland. If they made a new one, they would play, have him play Marty, and it was it's the worst. <sighs> they think that he can be in like every. I know, movie, I know. Like, That's that annoys me so much. I... He's not a bad actor, but it's like, come on, every like teenage character with brown hair does not need to be played by tom holland 
Would Toby McGuire be a good Marty McFly? He's a little old, dude. You know, he's like he's almost forty. I'm saying like like back then, like if we were like as because remember, I guess it, yeah, if Marty was, um, you know, like a teenager, so like teenager Marty or teenager Toby McGuire. Um, kind of like Spider Man era. I don't know. I guess that's true. You know, he was almost twenty something when he did. He was older. He was like twenty five when he did Back to the Future. I mean, not Back to the Future. Uh, Spider Man. Well, how old was Michael J. Fox? He's probably like in his twenties, right? He's like he was like twenty one. Yeah. He was actually doing throughout making the first one. He was doing a show called Family Ties. I don't know if you've heard of that. I my dad told me about that. But throughout that move, that show, they were throughout the first movie they were doing. He was having to go back and forth between filming that and filming Back to the Future. Wasn't he like some like Republican kid, or like he was obsessed with like making money or something like that? I think so. Ties. I don't know. No, no, I know. He was I, like I know. He, I've seen some of that. He was like a business guru or something. Yeah, I think. Something along those lines. I've, it's been a while since I watched the show. Oh, I've never seen it. <laughs> um, I watched a little bit of it. It was they had reruns on TV. Um, no, overall, I think they they're all very. Um, it's definitely very not good. It's definitely not the strongest like trilogy. Like I wouldn't. Say, yeah. I wouldn't say like the Back to the Future trilogy, even though it is. I just wouldn't. I just see That's it. That's the way I've always thought about it. The first one's just. It's just the first one for me. Um, yeah. No. Yeah, I like. I, I'm gonna have to disagree with you on that one. Like, I see things like the the Lord of the Rings trilogy or the Dark Knight trilogy, or like, cause those. It, they tell, but you always watch those as three. But you never. Is, watch, I think you were. You're. You're not in the. Well, those movies tell tell like three whole story, like three. They tell one big story. Back to the Future, it's three individual stories. And also, one thing I also noticed is that there's absolutely, like, no character development in any of the movies. Like, none of the characters have character arcs, which I thought was interesting. I kind of, I noticed that today when I was watching the third one. Um, but, like, it's more plot I think it's also, they did, they, well, they did that on purpose. That they're, like, no that, character they, arcs? They wouldn't have that, they wouldn't have had that whole trope of them, the whole chicken thing and... Yeah, that's true. Um, I guess it's not meant to have character. It's it's more plot. Yeah, it would get rid of the whole, all the jokes, the stuff. crossovers, and all that stuff, yeah. and the jokes and the, the callbacks. They wouldn't exist. Yeah, because literally, a character arc would it would get rid of the chicken that's thing. Because if he had, if he grew out of it, I think there was, he did grow at the end though. That whole thing with him not working off of. Yeah, that whole thing with him not doing the drag race that went against his instincts throughout from throughout the whole series because he was always going to uh, do whatever anybody else dared him yeah. to do. Oh, that's true, I guess. Um, and there's that one that line that Doc says at the end. He says, "Oh, your future." Oh, she said she, Jennifer asked her him Doc what the facts meant because it went away. He was like, "Oh, you can do whatever your you future want. isn't written yeah. yet. You can you it's whatever you make it." I think that was a cool. That's a cool line. I think. Just in general, I like the way that's the message that they had at the end. Um, no, I think there's a little bit of development, but once again, it's a family movie. They're not going to make it some super, and they've got to keep those tropes going. Yeah, it's more plot you know driven I mean? than character driven. Yeah, I, I it was never that was never the point. Um, but yeah, again, like I don't, um, I don't see it as like a trilogy, like as a cohesive story. Like each of them are their own individual stories. They don't really have like an overlying narrative like do you agree with that yeah um yeah i think that's mm-hmm. fair yeah because they've each got they're very they each have their very own very stories 
things. I, I think if you That's go into true. watching these, don't expect like some grand. Um, like they're very yeah, simple, but very... they're simple and they're just meant to be enjoyed and taken for simple but clever and uh, but they're enjoyable. Yeah, they're just they're just inter- they're entertaining. Um, yeah, entertaining. I would say. Yeah, they're feel they're feel good movies, and I think um, they did they they're, did a very yeah. good job um, doing that, achieving that goal. Uh huh. Definitely watch. Yeah, yeah, I think that's fair. Definitely watch the first one though. The first one's super good. I, I mean, if, you, if there's no, there's, I wouldn't not recommend any of them. I'd like, I I'd watch them all if you can. Uh, um, I mean, why not? I don't see re- any reason why you can't, you shouldn't watch them all. Uh, I, I mean, I, I, I guess like, the third one isn't inherently. I, bad. I see the third one is not very good. <laughs> like, I wouldn't recommend the third one to anyone. But if you're watching it as a series, I mean, you're gonna want to watch a third one after seeing the second one. That's true. Yeah, I guess if you if you want, I mean, you might as well watch them all. But very very rarely will I say don't watch this movie. You know what I'm saying? I I I would say I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't say don't watch it. I just wouldn't recommend it. The the, the second okay. one. Well, you can choose. Y'all can choose who you want to listen to. Me. I I think okay. we both agree. Watch the first one. Like definitely watch the first one. The second one is up, yeah. The second one is up to you, um, but I wouldn't recommend the third one. I don't. I. I. And I think I think the third one's up to you. Okay. Yeah. I but think I, the the second one is is decent. But like I said, we both had different exposures and different relationships with yeah, the movies. Yeah, I've seen them very recently, and Connor's grew, grew up with them, so we both have very different perspectives on these on the movie. Yeah. Um, I mean, I dressed up as Marty for uh, in freshman year for Halloween, so. <laughs> That says something. Um, but I think I think that what would you give the third one? Did you? Oh, you said you said. Oh yeah, you'd say enjoy, but you said five or six for the third one. So I think for the I'll read it. So I think for the first one, I'd give it a ten out of ten. A ten out of ten. I thought it was a very, on enjoyment. Yeah, very enjoyable movie. Uh, the second one, maybe a seven, and then I give it a seven too. Six to seven, I can't really choose. And then the third yeah. one, a five to a six. Um, yeah, I'd give six for the uh, ten for the first, seven for the second, six for the third one. I'd say. Okay, so maybe I'd have mine like a little lower, but yeah, so yeah, a little bit lower. But we both agree that the first one's really good. If you haven't seen the whole thing all the way, uh, well, you should watch. It's it's uh, a classic. Yeah, it's an iconic movie. So, all right. Yeah, I with think that, that's, uh, gonna... I'm Connor, and I'm Campbell. And you just spent the last 30 minutes of your day listening to Real Geeks. If you enjoyed this episode of Real Geeks, be sure to share this podcast on social media and leave us a review. What things did you like? What things would you like to see in future episodes? Give us some feedback and we'll be sure to take a look.